This is Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. We think of retirement as a mountain, right? You work your way up the mountain, you save, you work hard, and you have a certain advice that gets you to the top. But when you get to the top, everything changes. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain? Hello again and welcome to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. My name is Randy Cook and I'm here each week with Greg as we talk through some of the things you might be thinking about, other things that you might not be thinking about. But one thing we're all thinking about is one of these days we're going to retire and we're going to have to deal with things like Social Security and taxes and building a paycheck and all this stuff, things that we haven't been dealing with for our entire life. We're kind of experts in a different area. We need some help in this area. And that is where Greg steps in with Golden Reserve. How are you today, my friend? I'm doing all right, Randy. We're the down the mountain guys, right? That's it. And, uh, you know, I was lucky enough to run into you in person. We don't get to do that very often no. last week. I was in Atlanta doing some TV mm-hmm. and, um, you know, bringing Expedition Retirement to the television show. And I think you got a kick out of the biggest issue was trying to get Greg to wear a jacket. Oh, that was that was the big jacket war. Is Greg going to wear a jacket on TV? And uh, it, it was actually a very fun night because there's a there's a healthy competition going back and forth between us and the TV guys who who gets the most calls, who gets the most talk and all that kind of stuff. And we were just beating the TV guys up real good. It was fun. We, we were. We were. It was uh, it was all at the TV guys expense. Randy, you yep. and I, I think we pinned them down pretty good. Yeah, I actually kind of compromised. I wore a jacket half the episode. Okay. So they got a little bit out of me. Did you wear your baseball cap at all on TV? I didn't, but I did show them that when I didn't wear a jacket, I rolled my sleeves up. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Greg's a real guy. All right. He's one of us. That's right. Okay. So we get into the weeds a little bit here on the show and talk a lot of of smack and talk a lot of stuff about retirement. But this is my my contribution to the show today. Okay, Greg? We've talked a lot about uh, recessions and inflation and all this kind of stuff. So CNN Business has come out with an actual what they call the underwear index that shows inflation. Now, stay with me here. There apparently was a decrease in the sales of men's underwear during the Great Recession of 2007 through 2009. And then sales went back up in 2010 when we came out of the recession. So they say as we're going into a recession, the sales of men's underwear will go down. So at this point, I am in constant contact with the people at Hanes and Jockey and Calvin Klein. I will report back (laughs) next week. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, I guess the big question that some people are probably thinking or maybe maybe not what what kind of underwear does randy wear are you a haynes guy a jockey guy what's going on over there i am a haynes guy yes i am all right i'm a calvin klein guy <laughs> okay. so they got it they got us covered all they right. got us covered very good more information than anyone <laughs> we just lost half our listeners pretty much pretty much all right let's get it back on track here all right so you go to the grocery store right now we're all feeling the inflation i mean grocery bills i talked to a guy in my golf foursome and he says it's doubled for him and his family. He's only got one kid, but his kid is six foot three and he eats like a horse. So it's gone, you know, double at the grocery store right now. One of the things that you'll start to notice is they're charging either the same or more for a box of cereal, but the box is getting smaller. Okay. They're calling this shrinkflation. So for instance, Doritos, there are five fewer chips in a Doritos bag now, but they're charging the same. If you buy a tube of Crest toothpaste, there is less toothpaste in the tube, but they're charging more. And this is the big one. 
Charmin has cut 20 sheets out of its two-ply rolls of toilet paper. Well, you know, this is sad for everybody, it sounds like, right? <laughs> I mean, this is, a, this, is, this is depressing, and it's hard to figure out, right? Because they're kind of hiding the ball. Where's the threshold? And I think that's what happens when you start to have moments in the economy like this where people yep. are tightening their belt companies are you know trying to squeeze more money out of their margins and they're trying to figure out all right where do we look what do we do now we don't yeah. want to you know cut our chip prices because then they're going to start buying wavy lays instead of doritos or we don't want to you know they're going to switch brands of people hold strong and try to kind of weather the storm here so they're trying to get a little clever and when i read this bit it kind of dawned on me that, you know who's been doing this for about the last 40 years who's that the financial advisors, right? They've been trying to provide as little amount of service as possible for their fees without the client really know what's going on. And it's really hard to get under the hood to see what they're really doing for retirees and their clients from a services package because it's not something you really focus on. Just mm -hmm. like you don't count the number of sheets <laughs> on your toilet paper roll, I hope not. You know, people aren't really digging in and thinking, man, what is my financial advisor? What is this industry doing for me in retirement to really justify some of those 1% fees. And I think that gets a little, you know, I, I think scary because people don't have that information and they have nowhere to start to be like, what should I expect? I mean, at least you know how many, you know, Doritos you want in a bag. <laughs> but when it comes to financial advisors, like, I don't think people even know what they should expect because the market has controlled that narrative for the last 40 years. Retirees are kind of at the, the beck and call and, and at the whim of whatever the financial services say until hopefully now, Randy. Yeah. What are you getting for what you're paying for? And a lot of us don't even know what we're paying for. You put your money in a 401k and you don't pay attention to what it's costing you. You dive in there into that stupid thing called a prospectus if anybody actually does that and it says 0.76 what the heck does that mean and you're paying for all of this and greg that is one of the things that you shine a, a light on is is the fee filter in the roadmap for retirement and you say this is what you're paying now what are you getting are you getting what you're paying for Right. I mean, I think it's as simple as just line up the services, Randy. I mean, we try to make it so simple that the retirees can sit there and actually try to make informed decisions where we're we're going to outline everything we do for retirees. And it's not empty jargon talk about we're going to do these things and talk about them, but not really ever, you know, do anything about it. The You know, the patent kind of I'm going to build you a financial plan, but then not really do anything mm -hmm. with it. We're going to outline each services, and then we're going to turn around and then show you the fees so that you can turn around and say, all right, now my guy or my gal currently looks like they just pick investments, Greg, and they're probably right. They talk about a lot of stuff, but at the end of the day, they probably just pick some mutual funds, and then they charge me a 1% fee, and then the mutual funds probably charge another 1% fee. And that's the majority of people that have less than $2 million. That's a lot of the working class and, and how they get exploited by this huge trillion-dollar industry. And the fee filter hopefully gives them some good data and some good information to start digging in and saying, am I getting any value or the right – am I getting the right amount of Doritos in this bag? <laughs> and and then as somebody hears us talk about this on the radio each week or they, they look into this at all and then they say, well, I don't pay that money. I'm, a, I'm just going to do this myself. And so they cut that corner, just like the Doritos people are cutting corners. And so what's the danger of somebody saying, I'm just going to do this myself? What do they miss? Well, I think people assume because they were receiving advice from somebody that was just picking investments 
that they can just go pick investments and do it themselves. And the, I guess, misunderstanding or misalignment there is that there's a lot more to retirement planning than just logging into your Fidelity or Vanguard and doing an index blend, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot more. Now, I can understand why they're confused because that's all their financial advisor probably did for the last 10 or 20 years. So they're thinking, I can replace that now through an automated robo-advisor, or I could try to figure out how to do that on my own. And they're probably right. They could probably get close picking some ETS if they're fairly savvy. But what it comes down to is they don't have the right tools and they can't do the things like the legal planning to protect against nursing homes. They can't really dig in and build themselves a tax plan that essentially shows them how that affects their Medicare or when to take money out because they don't have that kind of CPA usually knowledge, you know, unless they <laughs> build it themselves and I guess have no hobbies. I guess maybe someone could build their own algorithm and Excel sheets to do all that stuff. But most people don't have that level of patience nor, you know, experience to do that. So those are the big things in retirement where you need a retirement planner to help you navigate you know, the biggest boulders that can hurt you in retirement. And oh, by the way, Randy, a lot of times what these robo guys and gals don't realize is they may feel sort of comfortable, but their spouse doesn't feel comfortable at all. And we're not all supermen and superwomen. So what happens if something happens to that person? Mm -hmm. Then that spouse is really sitting there with no direction, has no idea how to even log into the darn Fidelity account. And now you're starting from scratch without any breadcrumbs and putting your spouse who's already experienced a very tough situation with no real direction, no way to look, nowhere to go. And it really can be catastrophic. Well, you mentioned a term there, robo-advisors. And I actually have an article from Vanguard about robo-advisors. And I want you to define what exactly is a robo-advisor. This article says 88% of people who use a robo-advisor would consider using a human. And 90% of people who are using a human would not go back to a digital advice. What What's a robo-advisor? What does that do? And at what point do you grow beyond that? So those are the, you know, clever Silicon Valley guys and gals put together some platforms that did some sophisticated kind of coding and building so that you can go onto their website and platforms, things like Wealthfront and Betterment, and you can essentially put your investments in there and their robots, if you will, can do capital gains tax harvesting. They can kind of, you know, do index blends. And the key here is they do it at a fraction of the cost of what an active financial advisor would be doing for you. And I think when you ask, well, who's this right for? You know, if someone's young and comfortable, I think this could be a great tool while you're kind of building your portfolio. If you just say, I want to ride the market, I want to take a lot of risk. It's probably a pretty cheap and effective way to do it. But if you're getting closer to those retirement years where you have your nest egg and there's a lot of non-investment driven decisions and protection that you need to start thinking about and building out as you get close to that summit of the retirement mountain, well, then these probably aren't the best solution, Randy, for those folks because they need a lot more, again, than just picking investments and doing some capital gains tax strategy. Again, this is up the mountain, down the mountain, and you say the financial industry is just built on everything getting you to retirement. And then they nearly abandon you on the way down because many of the services that they provide do not give you what you need on the way down the mountain. It seems like you say this is a tool for up the mountain for investing and saving and keeping track. But who are you going to call when the market goes down? Uh, you going to call your app? Uh, who are you going to call when uh, you get divorced and half of your money is gone? Who are you going to call? You going to call your app? Uh, who are you going to call when your parent goes into long term care and all of a sudden you're in charge of all their money, that just doesn't seem to add up, Greg. Right. And 
people need to realize that being a retirement planner or any kind of professional services advisor, a lot of times that involves more than just your expertise. It involves just being there and being present. It is the person you can call and hopefully talk you off the ledge or walk you through a tough situation or just be available so that they can vent. Those are the intangibles that people discount, but bring people a lot of enjoyment and hopefully, you know, peace of mind, if you will, that, hey, I can talk to Bill or I can talk to Joe or Susie and they'll always take my call and Let's say, for example, the big issue that comes up in a lot of our plans is, hey, mom, mom got diagnosed with Alzheimer's mm -hmm. or, you know, hey, we've had an unexpected help. Where the heck do we start? What the heck do we do? And if you're looking at that robo advisor screen, they're just going to be talking about what's the next you know, investment to pick, not how to navigate this $10,000 a month cost or how to, you know, what facility to talk to, how Medicaid works, how Medicare works, and kind of put all those pieces into the puzzle together for you because those are the things that matter. And I understand, Randy, no one wants to talk about that stuff. No one wants to dive in and get their hands dirty with the things that matter because they're not simple solutions. It's not as easy as just putting people in another index or stock blend. You actually have to do some work. And most people aren't willing to put in the extra time to build out the experts, to build the extra companies, the law firms, the accounting firms, and the financial piece and put it all together to make it actually work in retirement. Is there enough information on the internet out there that you can keep track of your investments? Sure there is. There's a lot of advice out there. But when it comes down to some of these big things that we talk about, we call them boulders on the other side of the mountain. When you are going into retirement, things like taxes and the fees, taking money away from you, literally. What about long-term care costs? What about market risk? There's a time when you're okay with market risk because you put money in and the market goes down. You keep putting more money in and then the market goes back up. It seems to work. Dollar cost averaging. But when you're in retirement, the whole game changes. When you start taking money out of those accounts, that's where you need to have some financial advice to sit down and have a retirement plan with a retirement planner. That's what Greg has built at Golden Reserve. Let's do the roadmap for retirement for you. We do this complimentary. We'll sit down, put the papers out on the table, say, this is what I've saved for retirement. Here's where it is. How is it going to last my whole life? What if something happens? The what ifs of retirement. That's what you really want to sit down and ask. What if I get sick? What if a parent gets sick? What if taxes go up? What if fees go up? Let's account for all of that. Roadmap for Retirement is available to you at no charge. Give us a call or go to the website. Easy way to do it is start right here. GetYourRoadmap.com. GetYourRoadmap.com. Put a little information in there for us. We'll give you a call back, set up a time where we can talk, and let's get the papers out on the table. We'll build that roadmap for retirement, taking into consideration market risk, taxes, fees, long-term care, the things you're going to deal with in retirement. You can also give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. Coming up next, we'll uh, go to the phones here. We have a lot of people that call the show, and they actually give us what they're really interested in talking about. We'll have one of those from Lima coming up next on Expedition Retirement. As you age, you should pay a little more attention to your health. As you get closer to retirement, you should pay a little more attention to your money. Suddenly, it's more than just the size of your accounts. It's how are you going to protect it from taxes, market volatility, hidden fees, and the soaring costs of long-term care? That's where the team at Golden Reserve can help. 
While most financial advisor plans stop at the top of Retirement Mountain, the retirement planners at Golden Reserve are just getting started. Call Golden Reserve for your complimentary roadmap for retirement. 855-546-2074. That's 855-546-2074. Or getyourroadmap.com. And welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler of Golden Reserve. If it's time to sit down and put something down on paper for you and your retirement, kind of map things out, so to speak, well, we have a roadmap for retirement. Give us a look on our website, getyourroadmap.com. We do that for you at no charge, getyourroadmap.com. And we give out the phone number and people call the show. They want to sit down and talk about their retirements. And some people have questions that they want answered. They come to us for a specific reason. This is is Kim Pittenger, and he's in Lima, and he has that question, that what-if question. What if something happens to me or my wife? My question for you is, just in case something would happen to me or my wife, I want to make sure that we are taken care of and we don't have to pay attorneys and go through the, the probate mess and everything is drawn out for a long period of time. I want to be able to just resume life or if it's my wife that's left, that she can just resume life and uh, have the finances that she needs and knowing that somebody else isn't going to get it. That's my number one question. All right. That's one of the reasons you got in this business, Greg, is to answer that kind of question and help Kim. Oh, man, I love real people like him, man. He just he just lays it out there, doesn't he? He yep. just said, I don't want to pay any attorney fees. I mean, <laughs> join the club, right? I mean, what a great statement and what a great thought process, right? I mean, most people in that position, you know, you don't have to be a multimillionaire to need estate planning. And this is a great example of someone saying, listen, I want all the T's crossed. I want the I's dotted. And what do I need to be thinking about? And for Kim, we love that question because it really tees it up for the legal piece of this retirement plan, which is, all right, where do we want to get started? Well, let's talk about the basics. We always talk about the basics of a legal plan. We want to make sure that you have a living will, a healthcare power of attorney, and a financial power of attorney. These are essentially three of the foundational pieces to ensure that if you're still alive, we can help you if you need it from a finance or health perspective. Those documents will ensure that you give direction on who should make your health care and who can make your financial decisions if you can't. So that's like the bare minimum. That's where every foundation starts for someone like him. The next step is, all right, well, we've got that now. What? Well, we need a will. Every plan needs a will. Now, a will's not necessarily a plan, but it at least will tell you where your stuff goes if something happens. And that helps, right? Maybe you want some to go to your spouse, some to go to your kids, some you, you know, it can go anywhere. So that's going to give you directional advice on where your things go. And then the kind of X factor here are trusts. Do I need a trust is the most popular estate planning question on the planet. And we always say it depends. And it's not driven by how much money you have. That's a huge mis conception, it's based on your goals. And if you say, hey, Greg, I want to make sure that essentially nothing I have goes to the nursing home. Okay. Well, we need probably an asset protection trust to start that plan. And we can move your house there first to get your big ticket item rolling. And then five years from that point, it will be 100% protected from the nursing home. And we can start putting other assets in there. And those assets can be available for your spouse or your kids if you need them. So that's a neat protection tool that we can add on to plans that are already existing. Or when we build new plans, we put those as part of the fundamental things that people are important about. But as you're probably listening at home, you can realize it's driven by what you want and what's important to you. So for a lot of people, 
the asset protection you know piece is important. But like Kim mentioned, what about probate? Well, when we do probate planning, believe it or not, it's just a lot of organization. If you have anything that has an account number or a title number, you need to do something. So a lot of times people are like, well, what do you mean? Well, with, you know, the DMV, you can put TODs on your vehicles, anything, you know, trailers, cars, you know, trucks, anything, boats, they can be transferred to whoever you specified and they will avoid probate. The same thing goes for bank accounts. As long as you go to the bank and specify where you want it to go, it will avoid probate. And as long as you have beneficiaries on your insurance and backup beneficiaries on your accounts, those are some big things, Randy, that get you going in a really good direction. And that's why you need a estate planning attorney or elder care law attorney to help because they keep it all organized. Because you know how it works. You buy stuff, you sell stuff, life changes, health changes, and all of those things need to probably update your plan along the way. You know, I always tell people every about five years, kick tight go back in, make sure that the things that you have outlined still work. But when it comes to, you know, essentially the big misses, a lot of times people just name their spouse. Well, if their spouse predeceases them, Randy, and there's no backup there, guess what? It's going to probate. Mm-hmm. And I think I stepped into it a couple of weeks ago and I could hear the bells going off with you. I said, well, if you've got a will that avoids probate, don't you? And you said, that's what everybody thinks. Not necessarily yep. so. No, it's not. It's a, it's a great point. Wills all go through probate. People don't realize the only way a will can be effective is if it goes through probate. So will is kind of like the backup plan, right? If I forget something, if I have that, you know, fifth wheel trailer or I have a boat or maybe a bank account that I didn't assign to somebody, my will will grab it and direct it to wherever I say, but that means it has to go through the probate court process, which usually comes with one of those fees Kim hates, right? It's it's those darn attorney fees to get it through the probate court process, mm-hmm. not to mention the time it takes. You know, a lot of times you're looking at a minimum of six months to get that through up to a year or multiple years if there's issues. And when you think about having these documents in place and if something horrible happened, like there was some sort of an accident and Kim and his wife did pass away together and then in order to have make sure that the kids can get the money in a timely fashion and it doesn't get tied up. I mean, you want your children to have the money that you want them to have and you want them to have it in a timely manner so that the this situation of grief doesn't keep going on and on and on. And that is what can happen in probate, isn't it? hundred percent. I mean, that's the whole idea of estate planning. People don't realize a lot of the work is just making sure that we have established all the different roads that you need to go down when something happens. We're just connecting dots, right? We want to make sure if this happens, then this person's the boss and this is where the assets goes. Or if this thing happens, this person's the decision maker and for finance, this person's the decision maker for healthcare. Here they have access to this money if someone has a you know cognitive disorder so that they have access to pay for bills. If someone passes away, they have access to this immediately so that they can pay the funeral stuff, but the other stuff is available when they hit a certain age. So we want to make sure it's all outlined because if my mom and dad make the decision, the kids listen. So when we talk about the roadmap for retirement, we talk about risk and taxes and fees and long-term care. Is this a question that somebody has to bring up and say, hey, I don't know what I'm going to do about legacy planning or estate planning. They may not even know what it's called. You guys, I mean, this is this is where the business actually started at Golden Reserve. You're going to kind of check off the box and say, hey, is this area taken care of? 
Absolutely. Legacy planning is a huge part of hopefully everyone's retirement plan because it's essentially what happens to all the stuff we just protected mm -hmm. is paramount. And if we don't take care of that, why are we, you know, even protecting these things in the first place if we don't make sure that Uncle Sam doesn't get his huge chunk or we don't outline exactly what happens at each stage of life, whether it be a like I said, a healthcare issue or the passing of a loved one, we want to make sure that that is all ironed out. That might be the main reason that you come to Golden Risk is to get this area of your life all nailed down and get this box checked off. Our roadmap for retirement will do just that. We'll take a look at those big boulders on the other side of the mountain. There's going up Retirement Mountain, you retire, then there's going down. And we want to make sure that the issues that you will deal with in your retirement years are all accounted for. Market risk, taxes, fees, long-term care, and most certainly legacy planning. Let's have that conversation. We do these plans at no charge. We'll sit down and go through all of it with you. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website, and that's a great place to start. GetYourRoadmap.com. We'll ask you to fill in a couple of fields there for some information. Our team will reach out to you, and we'll sit down and get a date on a calendar, and let's talk through it. GetYourRoadmap.com. Or you can give us a call at 855 546 2074, 855-546-2074. Now, when we look at that idea of legacy planning and sending money down to the kids, there are different people who have different ideas about that. You may be on the, um, on the bandwagon of, I have given my kids an awful lot. I've sent them through school. I've put them through baseball. I've done all that stuff. I've helped the grandchildren. What's mine is mine. They seem to be doing okay. <laughs> this is Shaquille O'Neal who was talking about that at a seminar talking about there are no handouts for my kids. My kids are older now, and they're kind of upset with me. Not really upset, but they, they don't understand because I tell them all the time, we ain't rich. I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, we don't. No, you got to have bachelor's or master's, and then if you want me to invest in one of your companies, you're going to have to present it, boom, 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 bring it to me. I'll let you know. I'm not giving you nothing. We ain't rich. I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> I love Shaq, man. He is, he's great. That's fantastic. I, you know, I think, he, I think a lot of people feel the same way Shaq feels. I mean, people want to provide for their kids. They want to give them the things that they didn't have growing up, and I think that's a good thing, and that's something where you can provide that education, and you can provide support and do all the things that they want them to do. But when we tie this back to legacy planning, there's a lot of different ways to ensure if something happens to you or when you do eventually pass, there are some levers and controls in which maybe if you have accumulated a nice nest egg, you don't turn around and just dump it on a child, which can actually many times create a lot more headaches mm -hmm. and heartaches than actually help. People don't realize that when you dump a million dollars on, let's say, a, a school teacher, maybe your son's a school teacher and he's in his mid-20s and something happens and all of a sudden he inherits a million dollars, that's a lot of pressure, it's a lot of decisions, it's a lot of liability, and he doesn't probably have any idea what that money means. And what I mean by that is, you know, there's taxes, there's going to be the wolves that come asking for investments. There's all kinds of things that come with, you know, inheriting money. And you don't have to look any further than lottery winners, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they all end up going bankrupt in, in a matter of, I want to say years, you know, regardless of how much they win. It's because they don't understand how money works because they've never had access to that much. And the inheritance plays out very similar where you start taking on more risk. You start doing things that you normally wouldn't do because now you have a million dollars in your checking account instead of 
50,000. Mm-hmm. And that changes your perspective and it really shouldn't. And the way estate planning or good estate planning attorneys help clients navigate that is let's control it. And, you know, one of the things that I always say, one of the most popular distribution patterns that we've done is a third, a third, a third, and maybe it's a third at 30, a third at 35, and a third at 40. And what that does is a couple things. It gives them time to ease in. They get to grow a little bit more. They get to be more professional. They get to, you know, really kind of work their way into the inheritance versus just getting a big check. Because I know people are like, well, my kids are super responsible. And I want to be like, their IQ and their responsibility has nothing to do with it. Believe it or not, it has zero. It's about this money psychology phenomenon that no one really can figure out of what happens when people get these, you know, big sums. I think one of the biggest issues, and I'm no psychologist, but it's not their money, Randy. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have the same worth and value to them because they just inherited it. They just got a check and they probably don't give it the same considerations they were kind of working through when they were taking money out of that $50,000 account that they'd be taking out of that million dollar account. And if we can build it up like that, you know, there's there's all different types of things you can do. You can say, hey, maybe we'll pay for your, uh, we'll help you pay for your mortgage if you put down the same amount we put down. And I think those are the things that a lot of parents are looking for when they're building their estate plans, which is how can I, I don't want spoiled trust fund kids if something happens to us, but I do want to help them and give them a better life. And I think you can have the best of both worlds if you document it. But if you don't, Randy, and you have that $5 million term insurance policy and the half a million dollar house and you and your wife unexpectedly pass, guess what? That 18-year-old kid is going to have the greatest college spring break experience of all time <laughs> and probably burn through all that money in a matter of years and, and probably be you know not in the greatest position to be successful. Well, we want to make sure that the money that you've worked so hard for continues to work after you're gone and goes to the people that you love and you have a say over this and that is what it is to have a legacy plan and that is what it is to give us a call at golden reserve and build that roadmap for retirement give us a call look at the website go there right now sit down get a date on a calendar let's have the conversation getyourroadmap.com getyourroadmap.com you can also give us a call at 855-546-2074 Coming up next, a story that says, here's how you should plan your retirement money. Go ahead when you're young in retirement and spend it all and then live on Social Security the rest of your life. Hmm, I'm not so sure. We'll get Greg's take on that one. Coming up next on Expedition Retirement. For 30 years, you've been waiting for your retirement account statements to arrive each month. You're happy when it's up, and you're bummed when it's down. That's climbing up Retirement Mountain, but it's no plan for getting down the mountain. At Golden Reserve, our retirement planners focus on protecting your money from the long trip down. Things like high taxes and fees, unnecessary market risk, and the rising cost of long-term care. It's time for the right planner at the right time. It's time to call Golden Reserve. Call for your complimentary roadmap for retirement. 855-546-2074. That's 855-546-2074. Or at GetYourRoadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. If you haven't sat down with somebody and mapped out your retirement and said, 
I need to know where the money's going, where the money's coming from, how am I going to get paid, what I'm going to do about Social Security and Medicare and all these different things. There's a lot out there, and there's a lot of questions to be answered. We would love to sit down and have that conversation with you and help you guide guide you through some of this big maze that's out there in this road called retirement. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. GetYourRoadmap.com. You can go there right now and uh, set up an appointment to talk to the people at Golden Reserve, and let's get the, the whole idea of taxes and market risk and fees and long-term care, all these different things that we have questions about. Let's get them nailed down. Get your roadmap. Com. All right, so we deal with money and how our money is going to last in our retirement years. And sometimes, Greg, when I read something online, it just doesn't seem right. <laughs> so, Shocker. <laughs> this is my surprise face. People, the Internet's not always true, Randy? No, no apparently this just, the, you know, question marks are going up above my head here. The National Bureau of Economic Research, not something I come across every day, says middle income workers who haven't saved a lot for retirement in the first 10 years of their retirement should just basically spend that nest egg. And then after that, just get by on Social Security. Hmm. That doesn't seem like a good retirement plan to me. So spend all your money and then hope it works out exactly. for the latter half. <laughs> the other 20 years is just a big maybe. Well, what's their logic, Randy? I, I'm having trouble even getting my hands around this. I know it. I know it. Because Social Security, and, and when I look into it, the average Social Security check, most people claim it's 62. The average Social Security check is about $1,600 a month. So even if you and the wife have 3000 between you, that's not a great retirement, Greg. I just don't understand why you can't just be responsible. Like at the end of the day, when you retire and that's, you know, middle, upper middle class folks are the only people we work with. I mean, that's our entire clientele. And that's just never going to happen. First of all, these people have obviously never talked to a retiree. They are not going to burn through their nest egg. Right. These folks are hardworking savers to get them to even go on vacation a couple of times a year, sometimes a challenge. Right. And I think, you know, maybe they're getting at, you know, hopefully getting people to enjoy a little bit more of their early retirement years. But at the same, you know, note, you know, they don't spend a lot, Randy. And I, I just don't, I don't think these, you know, big grand kind of absolute statements of like, hey, you're going to spend 75% the first four years and 25%. That's not how life works. You know, you kind of move and shake in retirement. And what people have planned for retirement is seldomly ever what actually happens. They actually have to do it. Retirement is like a new job or a new career. You have no idea what you're getting into until you get into it. And when you get into it, you got to move around a little bit, Randy. You got to figure out, hey, is this, do I like traveling to Florida? Man, it's way too hot down there. How many people have said they're going to spend their summers down there and just said, no way. Uh -huh. I can't handle the 100 degrees every day in the thunderstorms. And they end up coming back here for half the year. And that kind of balancing changes the budget a lot, right? You know, you're kind of moving back and forth. Or we thought we were going to travel all the time. But the reality is we love watching our little girl, you know, our, our little girl's girl, our granddaughters play soccer. And because of that, you know, maybe we don't travel as much. Maybe we're not on the move as much as we thought we were. And by the way, it doesn't cost anything to go to the park and watch your grandkids play soccer. So true. I, I've talked to a lot of guys who think, I'd love to play desert golf. I'm going to Arizona. And they don't realize that in the summer in Arizona, you better be off the course by 11 o'clock. Otherwise, it's 115 degrees. And that doesn't set well with anybody from the north. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, it's such a weird experience. Like, I get why people want, you know, everyone in Ohio complains about the weather. It's just a, a rite of passage. I love Ohio weather. I love 
the seasons. I love sweatshirt weather. And if you haven't spent time, and the irony is people go down there for a one-week vacation, and you're in the pool all day. Mm -hmm. But if you actually have to live your life wearing grown-up clothes, and it's 115 degrees <laughs> with 3,000% humidity in Florida, people have no idea what they're getting into. And then, oh, by the way, the only way to do it is then you get into a meat locker. Everywhere you go, the AC is on 60. <laughs> so you're, you're in a constant state of your body's like in shock because you're going from meat locker status to fry an egg on your forehead status. And, and people just don't realize this is not what I signed up for. Right. Maybe Ohio's not so bad. I mean, it gets a little cool here in the, in the winter months, but you know what? I'm a seasons guy, man. I want, I want sweatshirt football weather. Right. Well, this, this article here then really gets down to it and says, how am I going to make my money last in retirement? I have, I mean, that's the big question everybody has. I've saved in a 401k. Maybe you've got a pension. You've saved money here. You've got a piece of property there. How do I make this pay me in retirement? How do I make it last? And that, that is a retirement plan, isn't it? It is a retirement plan. The best that you can do is make sure money doesn't come out of your plan that you aren't spending. And I think that's what gets missed. Everyone thinks you can solve this problem by picking some investments and kind of clapping your hands together. But the reality is life happens. Uncle Sam happens. Health issues happen. You know, fees add up if you're not paying attention. And that's, you know, that pesky market can crash. Believe it or not, it can go backwards. I know that's not, you know, a popular thing to say nowadays, but the market does go down. And if you can control your life savings, at least take those four variables, those four boulders out of the equation, the chances of you being able to do all the things that you want to do in retirement are almost a certainty, Randy. And these boulders that Greg talks about are market risk, making your money last, protecting your money, protecting your money against taxes, protecting your money against fees, protecting your money against a long-term care event. It is all about protecting your money. And if you want to sit down and say, look, I have spent 30 or 40 years saving this money. I don't want it going backwards. I want to use this money for me and my family. And isn't that what everybody says? And that really does take some planning. Let's sit down and have that conversation. Go to our website, which is getyourroadmap.com. Getyourroadmap.com. When you go there, we'll ask you to put in a little information, and our team at Golden Reserve will reach out to you and say, what are your concerns? Let's sit down and have a conversation. Let's get a date on a calendar. Let's talk through this. Put the papers out on the table. Getyourroadmap.com. Or you can give us a call, 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. All right, one of the other questions that people will have is, I want to make my money last. But we also know that Social Security is out there for us somewhere along the line. You can claim at 62. You can claim at 66. You can claim at 70. The longer you wait, the bigger your check. But, Greg, what about this gap? What if you say, I want to wait till 70 to claim Social Security, but I'm going to retire at 65. So there's five years where I don't get that check. How am I going to fill that gap? Because I really need that $3,000 a month. So let's take a step back. That's that's actually a perfect question. And I want to make sure I answer it in two parts. The first is people view that kind of delay as I'm taking a huge risk because if I die, I'm not going to be made whole. So you need to make sure that you run your Social Security analysis in a way that you understand if I wait 
until 70, how much, how long until I break even as if I would have started at 62? Because that's what will bring you comfort. You will know exactly when will I, because the, the game, like you said, to play is kick the can, get the return. And when you live, you know, to get to 74, 75, you're going to be actually in the green making more money every month, which means more money overall total from the Social Security Administration office. So start there, figure out what is your break even date if you kick the can. Now, that's easier said than done, right? Most people, lottery winners, pensions, all these people want their lump sum, right? They want the money in their pocket or they want to start getting paid now because they're nervous. They paid into it and they don't want to risk the chance of them not getting full freight, Randy. So it's a hard conversation to get someone to say, hey, you should really, you know, slow down and not take this. Or like, you're crazy. I'm turning it on. I don't care what the, I don't care what the mass says. I don't care what you're telling me. I just want to make sure I get all my dollars. Uh-huh. But but I can give you another reason on why to wait. And here's why. And believe it or not, it's a tax boulder issue. Mm -hmm. When you retire, you have these IRAs, these big tax time bombs. And the money you take out of those IRAs are taxes if they're income. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize that here's a sneaky thing that most every retiree misses. Social Security, most of it, or at least a portion of it, is taxable. Mm -hmm. And that really drives people crazy. They think it's all tax-free. It's not. So if you don't turn on your Social Security and instead supplement that Social Security payment from your IRAs, you are getting the best of two worlds. And let me explain to you why. You're getting guaranteed, I believe, close to 8% growth, unheard of, with your Social Security. You're getting 8% growth guaranteed on that amount, which is, like I said, you can't find that anywhere in the market. And also what you're doing is you're taking money out now because you have lower income. You haven't turned your Social Security on. You're getting your IRA dollars out at a lower income tax bracket, and you're paying less dollars on those IRA draw payments that are replacing or supplementing your non Social Security that you haven't turned on yet, you're pulling those out, paying tax at the lower tax rates and kind of gaming that system, which is the what we tell everyone to do. Now, does everyone do it? Of course not, because it's tough to think I'm going to take money out of my IRA, which I haven't touched in 30 years, and I'm not going to turn Social Security on. No, no. But to be honest, this is how you beat Uncle Sam. This is the playbook on how to stick it to Uncle Sam to make sure you pay the least amount of dollars on the IRA that you saved your whole life and your biggest tax liability while also sticking it to Social Security by getting the biggest amount from them possible. And I know that's a big pill to swallow because it's a kind of a double move here, but that's how you win. Because otherwise, if you turn Social Security on and then you obviously take IRA dollars out, that's okay. And it's still better than not taking dollars out until 72, but you are in a higher income tax bracket because you're taking obviously Social Security payments that add up for your income. It is interesting to me, Greg, as you lay this all out of how one conversation goes into the next conversation and one boulder seems to hit the next boulder as we go down the hill and start the avalanche of conversation. Because if your question is, when do I claim Social Security? It goes into the tax area and then it goes into the market area because we're talking about what your other investments will do as far as a tax liability on these. It's just one thing after another. It's like dominoes, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's a two or even three prong question. I mean, you want me to spin your wheels even more. A lot of people's biggest asset 
is their IRA in retirement, and you can't protect that from the nursing home unless you take it out and detax it. So that there's not just the tax benefits of getting it out of the IRA, but getting it in an after-tax account means that you can then move it to something like an asset protection trust that can now own it and then protect it from the nursing home. So you have to really piece them all together. And unfortunately, most financial advisors in the industry itself will make this a numbers conversation of, well, if you wait three years, you're going to get an 8% return and blah, 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 blah. But in reality, there's so much more that goes into this that can really protect big dollars from tax savings that has nothing to do with investments and has nothing to do even with the delayed approach of having that compounding growth with your Social Security payment. And look at how just a simple question of when should I take my Social Security? Should I wait and get the big check? Should I do it at full retirement age? Should I take that money early? That question leads to all these things that Greg has unfolded for us. And that's why we sit down with a retirement planner. That's why I need that kind of a conversation to open up in front of me so I can make an educated decision of when to claim my Social Security. And that might be where you are, too. And some of the things that we've just talked about never really occurred to you. Well, you've been an expert in your whole life in something else. We probably need a little help with some retirement planning. Give us a call at Golden Reserve, and we'll give you that help. GetYourRoadmap.com is the website that we've set up. It's real easy to remember. GetYourRoadmap.com. Go there today and schedule an appointment. The, the complimentary appointment is right there for you. We will build for you a roadmap for retirement that will take all of these things into consideration. We'll talk about markets and risk. We'll talk about taxes. We'll talk about the fees that are coming out of your account that are not going in your pocket. Why can't we put some of that money into your pocket? We'll talk about that big question that so many of us have. What if my wife gets sick? What if I get sick? And all of a sudden I need care and there's six, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars a month that is coming out of my investments. And boy, will that eat up a life's work in a short period of time. Can we protect against that? That's a great conversation and one we have every day at Golden Reserve. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. Or you can give us a call at 855-546-2074. We'll take a break. And when we come back, those talking heads on the financial networks are at it again. Oh, the world is coming to an end. Let's take a look at that coming up next on Expedition Retirement. Stats show the trip climbing down the mountain can be more hazardous than the trip climbing to the top. Retirement can be the same way. You spend all your efforts saving, believing that will get you through retirement, but that just gets you to the top. The most difficult times are getting down the mountain or through retirement. The team at Golden Reserve focuses their practice on protecting your money on the way down. Their complimentary roadmap for retirement is designed to deal with unexpected taxes, high investment fees, market risk, and the high cost of long-term care. Get your roadmap today at 855-546-2074. That's 855-546-2074 or getyourroadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. This is a show where we talk about you and your retirement. We talk about that time in your life where you finally step aside from all these years of work and you're going to enjoy it. But how are you going to enjoy it? Because you worry all the time about money. Well, that's where we come in, helping you take care of those questions and all the other questions that you might not have even thought about, where we talk about going up and down Retirement Mountain. 
markets and taxes and fees and long-term care and social security and all these different questions. Let's get all that out on the table. If you want to sit down and have a conversation about that, getyourroadmap.com is where you can start. Getyourroadmap.com. Well, I don't know why it is, but as we get closer to retirement, for some reason, we start watching CBS and we start watching the financial networks. And one of the guys, his name is Eddie Gabor, was on with Stuart Varney the other day. And he says all this business with the Fed raising interest rates and the market and the war. This is not looking good, and he does not like the look of the next six months. As an investor, ask yourself, do you think the Fed can engineer a soft landing? If you think they do, then you're fine taking risk on. I don't think there's any way in hell they're going to be able to navigate a soft landing, and if they don't, you're going to see the market crash, in our opinion. And a crash means go back down to 20% or lower 20% crash. That means a 6,000 point drop in the stock market. Greg, when you hear stuff like that, is it Charlie Brown's teacher or what is it? Uh, do, you, do you take that stuff seriously or what do you what do you say? You know, somewhere in that hyperbole, I think there's probably a little bit of truth. But I think, you know, you're making up 20 percent. You're making up a lot of things. I mean, you got to fill a two hour you know, TV show. You got to say things louder and bigger than everybody else. So I think there's some fear mongering there. But I do think there is some truth that, you know, given the amount of debt we have, the amount of inflation we're seeing, you know, I think we're going to start seeing some companies cut back and tighten up the belts. I mean, we talked about, you know, heck, I'm getting less Doritos in my bag already <laughs> from earlier in the show. Right. I think, you know, his point that resonates with me is, of course, I don't trust the Fed nor the government for a soft landing, right? I mean, they came to deliver mail on Saturday. So, right. you know, think they're going to figure out this, you know, economic crisis overnight? No, I think it's going to be up to us and, you know, the worker bees and everyone else out there to kind of, you know, roll our sleeves up, put the heart hat on and know that it's probably going to be a tough, rocky couple couple years when we navigate kind of this new world. And, you know, when that comes down to it, it's going to come at some risk and loss in the market, which we always, you know, when we think about retirees and the people that we talk to, that middle and upper middle class group, I don't really know why they have any risk, Randy. I mean, it, you know, we always ask this question. And I kind of scratch my head. It's like, hey, does making 10% change your retirement? And they're like, well, no. Okay. So what about losing 20 or 30%? Well, yeah, Greg, I mean, shoot, that's a third of our retirement. Then why are you in the market? Mm -hmm. You know, you know, why are you taking the risk of your life savings if the benefit doesn't really benefit you at all? Is the idea to arbitrarily never break even and never go below, you know, I got a million dollar IRA. Greg, I just want to be at a million throughout my entire retirement. Okay, if that's your goal, but like why? Why isn't the goal to enjoy retirement? Do you have some kind of other goals of what should go to your kids or et cetera? And I think it's okay. You have to give people permission to be like, it's okay to spend some of your money and for your accounts to go backwards from that spending. And also, by the way, you know, you don't need to take on excessive risk in retirement because, you know, you're probably just going to adjust your lifestyle to whatever spending or money you have in these accounts. And that's what really happens, Randy. It drives me crazy when we hear people saying, well, you know, you need to have so much in equities and so much in bonds and blah, 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 blah. You know, I don't think that applies at all. I think most retirees, in my opinion, want almost all their stuff to be safe. When you really boil it down, it's like, yeah, I guess not. I think about it. I really don't need any of these accounts to grow exponentially to enjoy any of the things and hit any of my retirement goals. Then, I, you know, the next question is, well, why are you? Mm -hmm. well, you know, you know, why do you have ninety percent of your, you know, your portfolio that I'm looking at right now are in American fund mutual funds? You know, does that make any sense? Or why, why are you in a variable annuity? You know, why are you in all this risk and these high cost, high, you know, high fee products when really it doesn't align at all 
with, you know, I think Ohio and core values, right? Like, you know, this is a kind of a blue collar or, or, or at least a gritty white collar, you know, city state where I think people work hard. They want to be responsible and they want to enjoy their enti- retirement, but they don't have to be cowboys, right? We don't need to ride the market and try to figure out where gold's going and what the next commodity and crypto and blah, blah, blah. I, mean, I think people live to their means and that's how retirees have always been. So most of these shows to me don't make sense because they shouldn't be worried about the market at all. A 20% drop shouldn't matter to the average retiree because it shouldn't affect if they're addressing the market boulder correctly. It shouldn't affect their retirement plans. Yeah, it's how you answer the question and how you ask the question. If you look at somebody and say, are you okay with losing 20% of your retirement money? Everybody would say no. Are you okay with losing 10%? If you have a million dollars, that's $100,000. Are you okay with losing a Nobody says okay to that. So if you're at that point in your life, why are you doing it? And why aren't you having the conversation about protecting that money instead of letting it roll and making that money at risk? Give us a call at Golden Reserve. We'll have that conversation. If what you see on the financial networks and over the next six months scares you and this year or next year is the year you're going to retire, why are you playing that game? Let's get you out of that game. Give us a call at Golden Reserve or go to our website right now and let's talk about you and the market and where you are with that. Let's make those adjustments for you. GetYourRoadmap.com is where you can go. GetYourRoadmap.com or give us a call at 855-546-2074. All right, so Greg, you've mentioned the big boulder of long-term care. People worry if they're going to get sick or their spouse gets sick, and we don't want that to drain all of our life's work. So what do we do to cover ourselves on that one? This is Robert Powell, and he's talking about all sorts of different options that people have to cover themselves for these big expenses. In a recent article in Retirement Daily, financial advisor Ken Walter outlines the many ways you can pay for long-term care. The sources include financial assets, your home, annuities, second-to-die life insurance, and long-term care insurance. Bottom line, long-term care costs can be substantial, but if planned for and managed intelligently, don't need to bankrupt or frighten you. Now, I've never heard anybody go, one, two, three, four, here's how you pay for long-term care, but when you talk about it, you don't mention any of those things, really. <laughs> what you do know, you th- we don't. <laughs> what do you think of his options there? <laughs> you know, it, it, he's right, right? Like, obviously, you can pay privately, right? Mm-hmm. But most people don't have that luxury, and that's what he's missing. I want to say that statistically speaking, 75% of nursing home patrons go broke in the first 12 months. And that's a staggering statistic, and that can change a lot of perspectives when you start thinking, oh, shoot, at $100,000 a year, and I have $500,000, well, what if I'm in there for six years? Mm-hmm. Or what, what, what's my spouse going to live off of? That's what he's missing. You know, I, I think he's trying to make it again because that's all the financial folks do. You know, we just talked about in the last market segment, like they're just trying to get you to play the game. Why do people take risk? Why is this guy trying to use financial tools to solve the problem? It's because it's the only way they make money, Randy. The only reason that retirees, in my opinion, have money in the market for any reason is because it's the only way they get paid. And that's the same reason with long-term care. The only things they talk about are ways to get paid. And unfortunately, it doesn't sync or align with the majority of retirees in Ohio. As a matter of fact, you know, when you really look at it, people should be planning on how to hedge 
these risks and take things off the table by using asset protection tools like an asset protection trust or other legal planning instruments that can really actually reduce this risk and make sure that your house or your family farm or some CDs actually end up for that surviving spouse if you have that catastrophic incident, or they eventually go to your kids so that you can actually have some legacy to pass on. But in reality, the way they set it up and the way the financial industry treats retirees that are middle class and upper middle class folks is they just say, yeah, you know what, let's just sell them a bunch of stuff. And then when they run out of money, they run out of money and the end. Wow. So, I mean, not this is poor grammar here, but most of the financial industry says, here's how you get paid. At Golden Reserve, you're saying, here's how you get protected. And, and that should be as important a conversation as the how do I get paid? Right. And I don't think they're even that good at how you get paid. <laughs> you know, I don't even want to give them that much credit. At the end yeah. of the day, it's more like here's how to sell. You know, they're like, here's the investment to buy. Here's the investment to buy. Here's the investment to buy. And it, somehow every issue in retirement ends with an investment sale like that. Just that doesn't pass the smell test, Randy. I don't think that is what retirees need. They need a team of professional services folks that go beyond mutual funds and insurance. Right. You need uh, accountants. You need attorneys and you need retirement planners that can all work together to tackle some of those biggest boulders in retirement. So we got about two minutes left in the show here, Greg. The Roadmap for Retirement handles those four big boulders that we talk about and so much more like we've talked about here on the show. Just break it down for me. One, two, three, four, what people get when they call, what they can expect from the Roadmap for Retirement. Sure, Randy, no problem. So the tax boulder, they get a tax map. This is essentially a breakdown of how much money people should be taking out of their IRA every year to ensure that they maximize tax savings and really stick it to Uncle Sam. Next up is the fee filter that addresses that fee bolter. It shows you exactly how much you're paying for advisor fees and investment fees, and then also helps you understand how you can have more retirement-friendly fee products and services. Next up is the market flashlight, showing you exactly how much of your money can go backwards. And again, what kind of retirement investments are out there that don't carry that same market risk. And last but not least, that long term care compass. It's a beautiful tool because it will point you in the direction of the right tools and the right guides to really help you understand how to navigate the biggest risk in retirement, which is going into a nursing home. We're also going to have that conversation about wills and trusts and getting all those legal documents in place so that that part of your life is covered as well. We do that at no charge. Everything that Greg just put into that uh, that bullet point there, market risk, taxes, fees, long-term care, the legal papers involved. If you don't have all of these boxes checked off in your life give us a call at golden reserve and let's sit down and work through it with you we do this at no charge getyourroadmap.com is the website that we've set up easy to remember getyourroadmap.com you can start right there or you can give us a call at 855-546-2074 855-546-2074 let's sit down and have this important conversation about protecting your assets for the next 20 30 years of your life as you go into this important time so you can enjoy it. Thanks so much for listening to Expedition Retirement. That's all the time we have for today. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. To learn more about getting the help you need to and through retirement, go to getyourroadmap.com. 
Investment advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives at Golden Reserve RIA, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed are not designed nor intended to be applicable to any person's individual circumstances. It should not be considered as investment advice, nor does it constitute a recommendation that anyone engage in or refrain from a particular course of action. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Golden Reserve is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Golden Reserve RIA, LLC, Golden Reserve LLC, Golden Reserve Tax LLC, and Ayler Stallings LLC are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Legal services offered by Ayler Stallings LLC. Tax services offered through Golden Reserve Tax LLC. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through licensed professionals at Golden Reserve LLC, NPN Insurance License Number 165 541 